Hi, and welcome to Meet My Followers, episode number 34 for September 21st, 2010. I am your host, Cade Dworkin, and this is the podcast where I interview my actual Twitter followers. Today's guest is Jim Reynolds, at Jimmy Ray. Once again, I have to thank this show's sponsor, Solvate. If you are a consultant, freelancer, or contractor, please come and join me and the other top independent professionals on the Solvate platform. Solvate's actively building the premier on-demand workforce that will help any business. You can create your profile in the Solvate Talent Engine simply by heading over to Solvate.com. So once again, I have uh, a week's worth of content where I'm going to be calling out favors and bringing in anyone and everyone that I possibly can because of uh, some scheduling conflicts and some personal issues where my scheduled guests all jumped out on me. But uh, today's clutch guest is Jim Reynolds. Jim, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks so much, kid. So, Jim, I always love to step back and let people kind of describe who they are at the top of the interview. Thanks. Um, so a little bit about my background, Caden. Again, thank you for uh, connecting and, and getting this all organized here. Uh, my name's Jim Reynolds. I work for a company called Alterian. Uh, folks may remember me from being Jimmy Ray on Twitter uh, when I was with Techrigy. Um, I've been involved with Twitter and the social media space for now, give or take two and a half years. Uh, my personal specialty is really working with early stage startups, starting to help them develop their business model, uh, turn them into profitable monsters. Gotcha. And so how would you do that leveraging the, the tools that you guys have at Alterian? Um, so, so the fun piece to the story is um, when we started with Techrigy, um, we, we were really just quite a small little startup uh, based in western New York. If anyone knows Rochester, that's where we were built out of. Mm-hmm. Um, we really walked into to quite a small startup environment, um, myself being our first true business development salesperson. And really, time factors forced me to either use social media or start to look at outsourcing of ways to generate leads and content. Okay. Uh, as it related towards really the emergence that occurred with social media monitoring about two and a half years ago, um, it became just a, a phenomenal, phenomenal solution um, for us to generate, cultivate, and really an- interact with our consumers, our customers, our audience, and our potential prospects. Uh, that being said, uh, we were actually at one point a featured case study with marketing profs mm-hmm. of utilizing social media monitoring as a uh, business lead generation engine. Wow. So you're actually using these tools specifically for lead generation for your own business right now, it sounds like. So are you employing that for the startup companies that you're working with now? Um, a, a lot of it is, uh, yes, in some circumstances. Uh, as it relates to social media monitoring, uh, and because we do have a free solution available uh, on our website, um, we have educated, put out uh, public training programs, and uh, I actually did a webinar back in... I think May or June, specifically focused on lead generation strategies for social media monitoring. Um, so just allowing any startup or any business with you know a handful of free tools, including our own. Mm-hmm. Other great tools include Twitter search, um, Google blog search, uh, board reader, uh, even just using the LinkedIn forums mm-hmm. on to initially how to identify your brand, um, identify your competitors, and really identify how folks speak about them and then utilize that initial information to better identify potential business prospects 
engage with those prospects and really truly um, start to cultivate a community. Um, and then at that point, it's really just steering the boat as opposed to driving um, hard sales. That's really smart that, that you guys are obviously creating content around, you know, kind of just the, the, the area, right? And so that gives people the opportunity to see you guys as experts in this space because you all really are. So, uh, you know, talk to me a little bit about uh, the, the, the culture and, and the way that, that uh, Alterian has kind of stepped into, you know, being this new entity because I, I know that you guys started out as TechRiggy, so... Yeah, a g great point. So really the story of TechRiggy was quite interesting. Uh, back in 2006, the organization was found by a gentleman uh, by the name of Aaron Newman. Um, and I think he can be found on Twitter as at Aaron Newman. Um, Aaron was a serial entrepreneur and still continues to be, really started this concept that, you know, something might be happening in social media. So let's start investigating it, start collecting it. Uh, at that point, he developed really the first version of TechRiggy. Uh, which was focused um, specifically on identifying blog commentaries um, for public companies. Uh, at one point in 2005, I believe, public companies were allowed to list their financial information on blogs, so we immediately thought it was a compliance opportunity. Uh, at some of the early pitches, he actually went in, took it into some of these public organizations. They said, wow, this is great and all, but our marketing teams would love to see this data, how this can be utilized. So thus the mass creation and development of uh, TechRigy. Okay. Flash forward to when I joined the organization uh, back in mid-2008, um, we had quite a few customers, I think about five or ten customers, great for just a little startup. And I was pushed into the opportunity of, all right, how do we build this as a real business? Flash forward to uh, July of last year, um, Alterian was starting to make their first steps into social media. Mm -hmm. um, Alterian as an organization was founded back in 1999 over in the UK, um, primarily with enterprise uh, marketing tools, which would include a web content management system, um, enterprise database solution, and they saw a huge marketing opportunity uh, based on social media. So at that point, we were acquired, and all of a sudden, Alterian went from a well-known brand, um, really prided on the whole concept of being able to be the intel inside um, for major marketers. Um, client bases include seven out of the top 13 marketing services providers, and all of a sudden, they were pushed on the forefront uh, by, leading, uh, by uh, purchasing one of the leading social media monitoring platforms. Oh, Sounds super smart of them to have made that acquisition, and and I'm sure that it's been you know fun for you as well to see these changes come on as you have I'm sure more resources in a lot of ways and a diversified set of services that that you know your your company now provides. Oh, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, the the greatest thing about Alterian that I'll highlight is we still definitely have a startup culture. Um, even being an organization with uh, 400 employees, we're, we're all split out across 19, 20 uh, locations. So we still breathe that soul of a startup. And at the same time, you, you highlighted that biggest benefit. We have a budget now. It's no more startup lifestyle, no being concerned if uh, you know we, get, we hit tech crunch, is our service going to come down? That's, that's super smart. And, and, and it points to the reason why 
being small startup in mentality, but having those extra resources of being in a larger house can really benefit your, your, your entire team, right? Because I'm sure that all 20, 19 or 20 locations, whatever it is now, uh, that you guys have that flexibility, yet you guys still have that same core culture, which is part of the reason why you and I actually got, a, got started in talking is the fact that, you know, I was the uh, technically the creative or the uh, director of client services at a boutique social media consultancy firm. Um, and so that's how you and I got started was, you know, you were looking for opportunities to, to bring on new clients and new agencies and, and we got to talking. Um, but talk to me a little bit about the stuff away from your job, right? I mean, there's a lot of other passions that I know you have. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so, so what most people will probably know me as uh, from reading my, really reading my Twitter stream or my Facebook wall is my family. Yeah. Um, that, that is by far the most important thing to me. Uh, everyone's probably seen enough pictures of my daughter, Delilah, and if you haven't, I'm more than happy to share more than enough. <laughs> uh, she's my little princess at this point. Uh, she just uh, passed 16 months, uh, so every day is another experience, another goal, uh, as well as my wife, my two others, and the soon-to-be new Reynolds child. Oh, wow, congratulations. Uh, thank you so much, Kate. Yep, no, we are due mid-January. It'll be my first boy, oh, and wow. I'm absolutely uh, excited about it. I can't wait to see him pop out. And, uh, it, you know, I've, I've been a little bit less this time. I'm not posting all the uh, sonogram pictures, but I've been tempted. I won't lie. Well, hey, you know what? But if it's family first and, and you are one of these people who is like legitimately there's no question in my eyes as the outsider, right? As a guy who's never sh- actually shaken your hand, I know you're so family first. And that 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 is just awesome. I don't care if it if it's cluttering up my stream. I, just, I don't care because you're being a dad. You're being a husband. And that is the right thing for you. So I, I will back you in that a hundred percent. Anytime somebody says it's enough, I'll, I'll, I'll go to bat for you. <laughs> totally appreciate it. But, but, but it comes to the point of managing the stream. Um, I, I had the ability to really be tutored, uh, by Connie Benson. Um, if anyone isn't following Connie, her handle C Benson, absolutely phenomenal tutor, uh, tutor for me really with Twitter and really basing the concept that, Hey, you're, you're at a, a mixer. You need to treat it like a mixer. You need to treat it like a trade show. Pretend it's PG-13. You know, you can tell fart jokes, but don't all of a sudden describe the most recent porn that you watched because people don't want to hear that. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. And then uh, I know that uh, there's one other bit that I've seen you tweet about every once in a while, and I think it's actually in your uh, Twitter bio as well, that that you enjoy music. Yes, yes. So let's get into that just for a couple minutes. Right. So my music talents... And music love is is very, very diverse. So I think at this point, I probably have close to about 140, 150 gigs of music, um, which is which is so, so random uh, across its types. Uh, as a kid, I grew up as a, a hard rock and metal fan. And with all luck, there's more than enough people in my generation out there who, who had the opportunity to discover Wu-Tang and Biggie. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what it comes down to. And just once you get a taste of... You, you know, just the soul, the depth of content, the the lyrical structure of just amazing people like that. All of a sudden, you start picking and pulling at different musical types to find out. All right, what is this band? What is the lyrical structure? What is this music? What is um, the latest Nine Inch Nails release? What what is the vibe behind that? What's going to grab at me? And then the other piece that I enjoy, which which I still love Twitter for, is the ability to share. Being able to find all those different musical types and really lead a conversation that the fact I don't need to be a sales guy 
and say, hey, here's here's my tastes. Let's talk about this. Let's discuss this, this music. What do you think about these five bars and this latest lyric? Uh, which, again, is, you know, I've tried to wedge in as much as possible into my work life of what I would do analysis when I do public studies. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put my interests in there. I'm going to say I'm going to do a public study on the new Eminem release and see what people think about it as opposed to just, um, you know, wearing the tie and behaving to corporate culture. It's just so smart that you're willing to blend, you know, your personal passions in with, you know, just any kind of professional, quote unquote, opportunities. It just it it allows people to see you as still being you. And that's one of the the touch points that that I've always appreciated about watching your stream, even though you and I haven't spoken in it's probably been almost two years. So, you know, to sit there and and to still have this uh, kind of update from you, though, is great. So I don't know if you had a chance to listen to a previous episode, and I wouldn't blame you if you hadn't. But one of the things I love to close out these interviews with is the opportunity for you to shine the light on people who you find are creating great content, are creating just interesting feeds, be it funny or anything like that, around uh, on the Twitter sphere. Great, great. Um, so, so number one, just to give a couple shout-outs to my team, um, Connie Benson nice still still continues to have a great stream. I think she was just recently highlighted as uh, one of the 25 most influential people in the Twin Cities. Um, we have Dave Arman. Um, if anyone doesn't follow Dave currently, Dave was previously the uh, president of PR Newswire. Uh, he's now stepped into a few consulting gigs, and I believe most recently he was over at Context Optional. Um, the folks over at um, Autism Speaks, uh, I've had the opportunity, again, um, not based on cause, but really just based on interesting conversations uh, to really interact with those folks. Um, just an amazing crew of individuals. And to shout out another one of our competitors, um, Craig Datch, CDNY, uh, just always such interesting content that he's putting out there. Um, where, again, I, I've used his kind of style and borrowed from it, and hopefully he's borrowed from mine a little bit, of just looking at different approaches of how to meld, you know, that, that senior director-level conversation mm -hmm. of being a, you know, a true thought leader in social media and still saying, you know, at the end of the day, this is me and this is what I like, so just cope with it and deal with it, and if you don't, don't listen to it. Wow. Well, Jim, thank you for shining the light on those folks. As always, uh, I'll men any mentions of people or sites or anything like that will be in the show notes over on uh, meetmyfollowers.com. Well, Jim, thanks again for coming on the show and saving me. <laughs> no problem at all, Cade. Just as long as you can promise to do the same tagging for me, and uh, we got it even. Absolutely, yeah. At some point, you and I will be at a conference together, and, and we'll get a chance to shake hands, and, and I'll figure out a way to get that favor back to you as quickly as I can. Definitely, man. Well, that pretty much finishes up this episode of Meet My Followers. I hope you enjoyed meeting Jim. Please follow him on Twitter. That's at Jimmy Ray. And uh, please go check out what the Alterian group is doing because there are a lot of smart, genuine people there working really hard. So uh, go take a peek. See if you can't use a product or service that they have uh, out there. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope to see you back tomorrow as well. So go out there, guys, and have a great day.